0: One of the great joys of this whole writing journey has been the opportunity to work with educators. Educators literally change my life.
1: Hello, and welcome to Moments of Inspiration, a podcast for educators by educators with the purpose of sharing what's right in the world for a change. So buckle up and come take a journey with us, because no matter where you are, we're on this road together. February 25th, 2021, marked the 10 year anniversary of Digital Learning Day, not just here in North Carolina, but nationwide. With the huge role technology has played in education over the course of the COVID-19 pandemic, many more people have come to realize just how important the effective use of technology in the classroom is.
2: Digital Learning Day has always been a way to highlight effective digital teaching practices, tools, and resources. And this year, the focus was on celebrating and honoring our educators who have stepped up and in many cases out of their comfort zones to ensure their students' success in the face of uncertainty.
3: As ILCs, we decided that an exciting way to share what some of our incredible educators are doing to enhance the learning experience for their students was to get the scoop right from the source. So we decided to host a series of short conversations live on Twitter on February 25th, Digital Learning Day. We spoke in all with 11 different folks from North and South Carolina all the way up to Michigan.
2: If you weren't able to tune into the live event, we have the links to all the videos on Twitter available on our website at bit.ly forward slash NCILC. That's bit.ly forward slash capital
1: NCILC. We've also decided to use these conversations as part of a series of episodes for Moments of Inspiration and Podcast PDNC.
3: So be sure to be on the lookout for all 11 of these fabulous conversations to drop as podcast episodes coming soon. Hey, everybody. This is our Digital Learning Day live stream. We're very excited that we have a very special guest with us. We have an author in the house and a champion for educators. So just a quick introduction. I'm Molly. I'm the Innovative Learning Catalyst with DTL, and we have Chris and Stacy. We're very excited that we have Joe Hackle with us today. Joe uh, Watson-Hackle is the author of Smack dab in the middle of maybe, which is right here behind me. And it is published. I, I figured you would show yours off too and probably a few. It's published by Random House Children's Books and the book combines outdoor adventure with an art mystery clue trail. And it takes readers on a journey with 12 year old cricket who runs away to survive on her own in an overgrown ghost town and solve a clue trail left by an eccentric artist with a logic all of his own. It's a very, very interesting story. Just in that sentence, I'm sure you're interested. With the help of a poetry-loving dog, maybe, just maybe, she can solve this clue trail. Smack dab in the middle of maybe was awarded the Southern Book Prize and is an Indie Next and Okra pick. And it was recently featured on the North Carolina School Library Media Association eBob list. So students all over North Carolina have, have read this book. Jo is a first-generation college student, and she has shared with over 17,000 students the story of how writing helped her earn scholarships to attend Millsaps College and Yale Law School. Her goal is to use this book to equip students with practical tools to take their writing to the next level and to inspire students about the power of writing to transform their lives and to help them increase skills that promote grit and resiliency. In lieu of honorarium for her author presentations, she just requests that children in need that are selected by the host organization receive free copies of the book and she autographs them with a personal note. And as somebody that hosted Joe at my former school, I can tell you that that is the kind of generous and wonderful person she is. And Joe, I'm just so excited that you're here to share, but I can, you know, attest to the fact that you are really a champion of educators and students. So can you add to that introduction that I just, I just gushing love for you, that's all.
0: (laughs) Well, your introduction just made my day. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I would say one of the great joys of this whole writing journey has been the opportunity to work with educators. Um, yeah, as you mentioned, I am a first-generation college student, and educators literally change my life. And so with the book launch, I saw an opportunity to create some resources for educators. If you have a second, I will tell you briefly uh, some of them. So we have a Building Grit Kit. To help students increase skills that promote social and emotional learning, uh, set goals, anticipate obstacles, a writing and revision toolkit with a writing and revision bookmark that they can use for both creative and academic writing. Um, an educator's guide over 25 lesson plans a book trailer, and a series of outdoor adventures. I'm a big believer, as you heard, of uh, exposure to nature. And you can find those on my YouTube channel. Um, An activity guide, um, a hidden object search featuring items from the Clue Trail, an interactive map with links to the real-life places that inspired parts of the story, book club questions, a book-inspired book club menu, and we've just come out with a book-inspired playlist. Uh, that features uh, songs from the region. Um, You can also find a series of Cricket Challenges for readers to extend their experience into the real world. Um, Other bookmarks with free fun things to do outside and ways to make your reading more fun. And finally, an interactive clue trail that readers, only people who've read the book, will be able to solve uh, they see a series of three uh, pictures with hidden writing um, and the writings in code. And so if they have paid attention, they will know how to solve the code and they can print out a clue solvers badge. And those are all free on the website.
3: Yeah, I'm telling you, like in terms of celebrating and supporting educators, Joe is all about it because everything you just explained is why I was so excited about this book and, and introducing it to our students when I was the librarian at Manu Elementary was. There was just so much you could do with it. And all of the resources that you just explained were things that that we pulled out. This lives in my desk drawer. So I write all at right. this desk often and, and I pull this out. And, you know, that's exactly what Joe talks about is how to pull in things from her book and from, you know, your writing experience that when you left, kids wanted to write, you know, kids wanted to sit down and write. And I just think that goes to show the power of the resources that you created and put out there. And again, free for teachers. (laughs) It's just a really big selling point. So can you talk a little bit about collaboration? You know, how do you collaborate with teachers? I know that you probably have had experiences where teachers were using some of these resources. So can you talk a little bit about who you collaborate with, teachers, librarians, um, and what those collaborations look like?
0: Absolutely. Well, collaborations take a variety of forms from um Setting up a school visit, I always want to know what the students are studying, what the media specialist or the teacher really, really wants um, me to emphasize. Because often they like hearing it from an outside speaker to reinforce what's going on in the classroom. So I tailor my school visits to support the educational experience that the educators are providing. And then um, educators have been involved in creating all of the resources. So I've sought feedback not only in creating the resources, but also resources that I continue to develop. And so if there is something that you do not see, um, that you'd like to see, I just reach out to me. Um, because I think I am a little bit of a, if I had a second career, it would be as an educator. And I love uh, developing these resources. I've also worked with educators on specific programs. And the book works really well for grades three and up. And so one collaboration is with the Gateway Elementary School in Travelers Rest, South Carolina. And there they used it across the entire fourth grade curriculum. And they also uh, took inspiration from the nature elements of the book to really engage their students in, uh, in getting outside. And they saw their test scores increase. So that was a nice bonus. Another really fun collaboration that I did was with uh, the Montgomery Academy in Montgomery, Alabama. And there I worked with sixth and seventh graders and the faculty there. And they created for the start of their school, what I love is MacDab Days. So they had two days of really using the book across the curriculum. They had made the book their summer reading list and they created a fried chicken meal with red velvet cake inspired by the book and then really used it across the curriculum to do math, science, English. And what I really love about it is they're a high resource school and they partnered with a low resource school. And so they brought in the students from the other school And I met with the Montgomery Academy students ahead of time. We worked on empathy exercises and really focused on how to make the other students feel welcome and then paired them up as uh, buddies. And then together they got to experience sort of an inside sneak peek to the book. And then they responded to writing prompts that I developed and worked together in teams from, you know, one student from each school or in small groups for a writing workshop where we use the bookmark. And they really um, dug in and helped to take their writing to the next level. And another collaboration i like to tell you about. Features our very own Molly Holliman, and it was such a delight to visit her wonderful former school and to see the creativity and the brilliant uh, Clue Shell breakout room. And I would love it if you can talk a little bit about it.
3: I will share a little bit about it, and I know that we're going to be short on time to really dig in, but I do want to say that you know again, I was very inspired by this because I saw how you know, one of the things I saw in Cricket, the character is you really understood how kids think. And that was just clear through the entire book. And so to me, it was an opportunity for the kids to have an immersive experience with the book and to really think about things. Sunset, for example, is a big part of the book. And so we know that the time of the sunset changes every day. And so that was just one of those things that lent itself to being a clue in the activity we were doing. So I did a breakout that I created through different things, different clues that came from the book. And it was an opportunity for the kids, again, just to understand the story a little bit more before they got to meet you. And we created things that brought them all around the library. So just like, I don't want to give too much of the book away, but there's this really important room. And that's what I wanted the kids to feel like they were in this room of discovery and and wonder and curiosity, because to me, that's what a library is. And so it really was a fun way to take a book and, and again, match it up with something that happens in the book where you're solving so many things. And the breakout just really worked very well with that. So, Joe, you have some of
0: that on your website, right? I think that you... Yes, and one of the things that I love about collaborations with educators is you all are so generous. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can visit my uh, website under activities, educators, and you shared your entire Clue Trail breakout room in Montgomery Academy. You wrote all about that collaboration. So you can read and someone else did a um, Clue Trail and -hmm. you can read about all of those collaborations and the educators have generously made those available uh, for other folks so that they don't have to reinvent the wheel. So that, that spirit of just generosity and really focusing on getting students excited about learning and looking at the possibilities of expanding the book as you did into, you know, math and science and mm-hmm. art and other areas is tremendously satisfying.
3: Yes. Yeah. So we'll make sure that your website gets shared out with the stream. And I'll also drop the link to, I outline with a lot of photographs and things of what we did for that Clue Trail breakout. So before we sign off, my question for you would be, is there any other thoughts that you have about, you know, being an author? And we just so enjoyed having you physically come visit. So how have you connected with readers and teachers remotely and and through digital means in the past year.
0: With all the challenges, I really wanted to use this this year to help support educators because I know that the challenges of virtual learning, you know, are very real. And so with um, this, I've been uh, visiting classrooms virtually and it's it's actually had a silver lining in that without traveling, I'm really able to visit with a lot of educators and next week is uh, Read Across America mm-hmm. Week. And so I will be visiting with educators all over the country, which I'm very excited.
3: I think that's so awesome. And again, it's one of those things we know. We're traveling all over the state all the mm-hmm. time, virtually mm-hmm. between the three of us. So there right is there is a silver lining there. Well, I know we're, we're wrapping up. So before I do any kind of closing, you have anything to add, Joe or Stacey and Chris? I think that this kind of thing that we've
2: just done today has become so much easier this year. You know, when you talk about silver linings, uh, we, had, we had the ability, you know, our Chromebooks had webcams before the pandemic, but we now are taking advantage of them to make connections in a way that this time last year, we were just thinking, oh yeah, how do I get that camera to turn on? So <laughs> I do, I love, I love that, you, that you brought that out because we've seen that as well.
1: I would just like to say how much we appreciate again you being here with us. And that it blows me away to think that a year ago, I never would have thought honestly that, you know, this would be something that we'd be doing and we'd be sitting here talking to an author. So I want to thank Molly for the idea because I never, I don't know that I would have had the courage to reach out. So sometimes the fear of no overtakes me. You know, I, I will say again that we appreciate you being here and sharing those resources and your website and, and, you know, just, just talking to us today. Well,
0: thank you. And I just want to give a huge shout out to Molly and your team for the amazing work that you've done and the way that you have really transformed the way that you're doing it and having an even greater impact. And and also say thank you to all the educator heroes uh, who are listening to this. And um, I just applaud you in your work. So thank you.
3: Thank you well, thank much. you, Joe, for being with us and, and sharing your story, because, again, I think what Chris just said about no to me is part of that mindset, too, of, of what it takes to be a writer. Right. You can't be afraid of no. Um, but it also, I think a lot of uh, Christine Barberio was one of our earlier ones. And she talked about how um, she's just being real. And sometimes you're going to have you're going to hit a speed bump, as Chris mm-hmm. calls them and not a roadblock and you just find innovative ways around them so well i want to say thank you and if anyone's interested in connecting with joe she doesn't say no often as i've learned in terms of visits and connections so um if you want to follow her on social media she's at joe hackle and i really love that i follow joe not just because she's wonderful but she posts a daily plant or flower and it's just a really (laughs) lovely thing to have on your timeline y'all so you know there might be some good bookish things but also you're going to get some outdoors life thanks guys We might be distanced, but we can still be social through the many channels available to us in this digital age. Moments of inspiration launched with the idea of keeping us connected during these interesting times and telling stories from the classroom, whether they're remote, hybrid, or safely in person. After all, as Kate DiCamillo says, stories connect us.
1: Thanks for listening, and please be on the lookout for our next episode coming soon. If you wish to contribute and share your story, please visit us at bit.ly forward slash all That's bit.ly forward slash all caps I-L-C-M-O-I. The Moments of Inspiration podcast was written, recorded, and produced by Molly Holloman, Stacey Lovedahl, and Chris Benick. It is available on the following podcast platforms. Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and iHeartRadio, as well as through our website. The music in this episode was taken from YouTube Creator Studio and includes Rolling Heads by Unicorn Heads, Redwood by Kinkas Morera, and Credit Jam by Chris Bennick, along with Don't You Bite Now by Dan Liebowitz. We are so thankful that you have chosen to take the time to listen, and we look forward to hearing from you. Please consider subscribing and leaving us some positive reviews. Now, come on, get your voice out there.
3: Oh, moments of inspiration. Everybody's talking about it.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much.